welcome to Talking With Yourself, the failed entertainment talkie podcast, aka the podcast we roll out when the thing we want to talk about doesn't fit under another convenient umbrella. Pretty much. Um, I'm Darren. I'm joined this week by Big Money Mike. You've been calling me through this entire recording session. Big Money Mike. Which has been That's what you call people who've been on the television. Is that what you do? You've gone Big Money, you've gone Hollywood now. Okay. It was either, cool. either going to be Hollywood Mike or Big Money Mike. Hollywood Mike makes it sound like a wrestler, so I prefer Big Money Mike. That's Hollywood Dave. Oh, Hollywood Dave. Batista. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, we're here to talk about Big Money Mike's um, appearance on Channel 4's The Job Interview. Yeah, we're really ringing this for all we can in terms of views. <laughs> Michael, you were on the television. I was on the television. You're lucky we're not ringing this more. <laughs> We don't have a daily episode talking about your experiences on the job interview. I swear this is the last you one. out to radio show, radio stations, and TV shows to put you on those as well. Uh, no, Michael, I thought it'd be an interesting little podcast we can do here, where you can talk about your experiences on the show, let people know what it was like to go through the process of being on the job interview. Yeah, okay. Um, well, th- hopefully, this episode is going out on the final episode of the job interview as a series. I believe there's only five episodes. I was on episode three, which um, I proudly can say uh, has trended the most out of all the episodes. Touch me, Maggle. Yeah, boy. Yeah, we um, we trended crazy on Twitter, and I, I kept abreast of what was going on up until my section finished, and then I started interacting. Yeah. And that was crazy cool. So, yeah, Darren, go ahead. You're, you're here to, as it is, interview me about oh. my interview <laughs> on the interview <laughs> show. So, so what's a feature and a benefit of this microphone here? Could Mike? we not? <laughs> you know the kind of bull crap you have to go through in a job oh. interview. That was fairly reminiscent of a job interview I'm sure you've been to in your oh, life. Oh, so many. I hate role play. Can I just put that out there straight away to anyone who's ever going to interview anybody? Don't do role play. Yeah. It's meaningless. It's pointless. Yep. Um. Well... How did how did Channel Four seek you out, Maggle? Okay, before we go on with this podcast, I do want people to know that there is a blog that's out on Fans Terman right now. It's called Behind the Scenes: My Time on the Job Interview, written by moi, uh, and it's pretty much a story retelling of my entire experience. It's there for your reading pleasure, if indeed you do want to read it. So I'll give the cliff notes. So um, around uh, well, for the first four months of this year, I was actually at work. As you know, Darren. I know this very well. Um, I was struggling to find stuff, and I wasn't in the greatest state as it was, uh, so I applied for this job. Big, bold letters on the advert. Warning, elements of this interview may be televised. And I'm like, right, okay. I didn't really give it a thought. I just kind of applied. And was that to the Wow Zone? Yeah, this job? was this was on just a regular job board. I mm. can't remember which one because I use that many. Uh, it did mention Wow Zone. It did not mention Channel 4. It did not mention Label 1. Um, mm-hmm. who were the production company. Right. Um, but it did mention Warezone. It did mention the nature of the job. Mm-hmm. So I applied, thought nothing of it. I had other shit to do that day, so I just carried on. A couple of days later, I get a phone call from a HR company, which they haven't contacted me yet to say that I'm not allowed to mention them right. on, on the on the blog. And I know that people have definitely read it, mm-hmm. so they don't seem to mind me mentioning them by name. Okay. HR company called Chilifish. Uh, I know, dumb name. Um, got in contact saying, "You do know what you've applied for, right?" And I'm like, "Yep." They're like, "You do know it might be televised, right?" I'm like, "Yep." And that was pretty much that conversation. All oh, right, okay. Um, do you want me to keep going? Or oh yeah, were you, were you vetted for this TV appearance, or was it just like, yeah, come as you are, vetted? Well, well, was there like because with the X Factor, 
sorry to peel back this curtain, but before you ever get in front of Simon Kell and whatever random cavalcade of useless people he's put together, you get put through a vetting process. Someone else, a producer on the show, will see your act and then decide whether you're bad or good enough to go on the show. Good or bad enough to go on the show. Um, In a way, yes. Right. The HR company didn't really vet me. They put me on what's known as the long list before you get put down for the short list. Right. Being put on the long list meant I was then contacted by a producer from Label One, Mm -hmm. uh, or just a... I actually don't know what his role was at the company, but his name is Patrick. Um, Lovely guy. We had a Skype chat uh, after I made the long list, and he was just kind of like... And both both Label One and Chili Fish were very adamant in saying, look, um, all conversations that are done with the production company do not get put in front of the employer. That is a separate entity. I am still dubious about that. So this pre-production talk, I guess you could call it, was trying to get a read on me as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, asking a lot of questions about what I was doing, um, what I'd done in jobs previously, interests and stuff like that. Um, fair play to Patrick on the other end who put up with some colossal waffle because I was just talking about they were trying to get a read on me as a person so he just let me be as nerdy as I could so I was like there's a cabinet over there that's full of toys and like that's as nerdy as I get and you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, so after I'd done that I didn't hear anything for a while for a good long while Um, about the same time as the shortlist came out which means that my CV was going to be put in front of the employer right um I accepted the job at the theatre I work at now because mm-hmm. nothing else had come up and this was just kind of dormant. Right, right, right. Yep. Uh, so that was about the same time as that. And then Labour One stepped in and were like, okay, we want you to come down to London on this date and do your two-camera interview, which is a bit where, I mean, sort of like that blurry bedroom thing uh, yeah. talking about myself. And then a week later is the filming of the interview. Uh, as far as I know, they only filmed four candidates on the day. Right. I don't know. I didn't see anybody else. Like, Which was the lady who who got the job. Lady who got the job. The the the, the rocker dude with the lip ring. Yep. And, and the, the the nervous guy with the buzz cut. Yes. Him. Yeah. As far as I know, those are the only four. Did you meet all of them? No, didn't meet any of them. Oh right. Um, now apparently the rocker dude and the lady who got the job, huh? um, they came across each other before the interview. All right. Okay. Uh, it, so it seemed in the program. I don't know. My experience was I went down. We did some tracking shots of me going down hallways and entering the building. I bet that was funny. Oh, God. I was like, they were like, now this is going to sound weird, but we're going to want them like, I've done films. Like, I oh, know, it's fine. I, I, you have to do this shit. Actor. Actor. Um, then I did the interview, and that interview was 100% real. Yeah. I do want to stress that. They, they were like, they had like GoPros mounted to pretty much every corner of the fucking building. Mm-hmm. And they're like, go into the lift, press 14th floor, you're on your own. I'm like, Right, go up, and it is it after all the stupid tracking shot stuff. Yeah. You're on your own, and it's a real interview, and that's right. what I knew. You know what I mean? Because none of it is dramatized. There's nothing made up or put in, or they don't ask you right. to repeat stuff. Good. Um, so I got up there, waited for the interview to start, got taken down to the interview by the receptionist, did the interview. Unfortunately, about halfway through, they had to reposition some microphones, which kind of broke immersion a little bit. Uh, probably, but, yeah. But after they'd done that. The rest of the interview continued as normal. I left, and then we did some more tracking shots, and then I went home. So there wasn't... Because obviously the break coming in the middle of this made it look like you stepped out of the room at some point and then went back into the interview room. Yeah, they really liked that shot of me getting water, so much so they used it three times. Why did you not stand up and get the water, Michael? This has annoyed me now. 
You lit you like you were sat cross legged and then decided the best way to get water into your stupid little cone thing was to do this weird leany twisty thing as opposed to just standing up and getting some water. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realise that getting water was part of the interview. Michael, Which you were on camera. Wasn't. You did some weird twizzly thing. I, I was like, Michael, get... come on, you're inside in there, stand up like a man. I just want to get water. And they used the same shot three times. Is it helpful this is the most critical I can be of you? Yeah, it is. Um, so I know you got nothing on me, because that interview no. went all right. It really did. Um, did you speak to the receptionists? Not really all that much. They looked like they had lots of bants. It looked like they were the kind of lovely, stupid comedy that most British people enjoy. You yes. know what I mean? I didn't really speak that much to them. I was on my phone. I was messaging people going, oh, God, there are cameras sticking out of plant pots. Oh, God. You don't get to see it in the show, but there are cameras in fucking stupid places in that show. So there's GoPros hanging off all all the walls, right? Right. One of them. Now, most of the cameras, because it's what's known as a fixed rig, is it's just they're placed there and operated remotely. Yeah. So they're, they're kind of like surveillance cameras. But one right. of them, there's like this... I can only describe it as like a house fern on a, on a spindle. Right. And there is a honking grey, like, 360 camera on a big white pole sticking out of the plant pot. I'm like, that's subtle. <laughs> I wouldn't notice that. Is it like when Homer has to hide the um, CP camera in the giant Yes, Yeah, hat? it's exactly <laughs> like that. And when I got into the interview itself, um, there are more of these big fuck-off spindle cameras, like, at different corners of the room. I'm like, I know exactly where the cameras are. You're not fooling anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... They were placed in a way that the TV show, you couldn't see any of them. That was quite impressive. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember they, spotting any They weren't exactly subtle. They were very obtrusive. Right. Um, so, fair play to whoever arranged all the shots. So, okay. Were the shots of you in the arcade done after the interview? No. This is, uh, for anybody who is interested in continuity, the same day I got the phone call saying I didn't get the job were the same day we filmed the arcade shots. Oh, so you do wait, was this prior to you learning that you didn't have the job? So we did the interview, uh, and then about two weeks later, something like mm-hmm. that, I was contacted again to do some pickup shots, which was right. the arcade stuff. Um, now, they did want to film me playing video games at home, playing more traditional video yes. games, and so they could get shots of my toy cabinet and stuff right. like that. Um, but for those who don't know, I'm still a man child, and I live with my parents still. Um, yeah. And my parents were like, nah, no TV camera. No. I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all either. They were sort of more worried that I was going to be putting in negative light. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which the show didn't really do. No, it was a, it was a wholly positive experience. Yeah. I mean, there was some, some tricky editing done to make uh, Rocker Dude and Nervous Guy look a bit naff. Yeah. Um, I imagine. Then again, I think Rocker Dude really shot himself in the foot a lot. Yeah. Ben, I think, is his name. Greasy Rocker Dude. Yeah. Um, no, but you, you get that. There's, trust me, I've seen a lot of documentaries edited by an incredibly biased person. If you ever watch the anonymous documentary on Netflix, yeah, I could oh do an, a dissertation on how much I hate that documentary. But uh, no, this 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 felt good. It felt like they were giving people, especially you and the lady that won, a lot of equal opportunity, and it didn't feel like they were trying to throw you under the bus. So, no, it didn't. So I, I still agree that your parents were right to not have you filmed in your own house just in case you were like oh he's a nerd let's throw things at him yeah I mean you know the shit I've got in that cabinet if they'd have got one shot oh. of fruit padlocks oh, then that God, wouldn't have gone f- well not the fruit padlocks <laughs> uh, yep um, you didn't mention the website on camera mic because that was my only I did several times but they did cut it out by name they cut it out bastard I was not pleased <laughs> could have mentioned me Michael 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 who's that it's half Michael half Michael uh, um, you could have mentioned me Michael That'd have been cool. Again, 
I mentioned all this stuff. They cut. That's what's surprising. A lot of that interview was cut out. Well, I suppose they've got a, if they've got four of their interviews spliced to a half an hour segment of a show. But you're not gonna get they do have to trim for time, which is unfortunate. But you mentioned that you had a website. Yep. That's probably enough, mate. People still went to Twitter, still clicked on the link in my Twitter bio. We still got them sweet hits, so I'm cool. How's your Twitter followers going up, by the way? Yes, I now have more followers than I am following. How about that? Oh, you finally got a good ratio. Welcome to the club, isn't it wonderful? It's what nice. if you have more Twitter followers than me? I don't think I could take that. You def- I definitely don't. I good get, time. I didn't get that many. Um, so, 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 so they filmed the arcade stuff prior to the McDonald's stuff. McDonald's. Oh, that's yeah. that was in like the cafe of the Bowling Alley. Um, oh, it looked like a McDonald's. I know, it looks surprisingly like one. But mm. I had a milkshake in a fucking glass. You don't get that at McDonald's. Uh, no, you don't. I should have paid attention. So, um, so, so the arcade. I, 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 was... I, tra- I changed T-shirts in the toilet to make it look like a different day. I intentionally didn't ask me to do that. I intentionally brought it to go. Look, if you're doing continuity shots, I know how this works. I've changed oh, T-shirt. Look good. You impressed them. And again, so so they shot the arcade stuff first, and then you got the phone call. Was the phone call legitimate? Yeah. In fact, near enough word for word of what you got on screen. Near right. enough word okay. for word. We was only on the phone about a minute, if that. Okay. Well, you did very well, Michael. I was very impressed. I was very very happy that you came across very well. Um, you only lost edge on the job because of lack of experience, which is what they always which is, fucking which get is, you. Which is, I, I didn't say this in the in the in the blog, but I'm gonna say it here. I feel like that's bullshit because I had more digital experience than I did with the lady who got it. Now, fair enough, fair play to her. She sold things fucking phenomenally, really well, really well. She definitely talked the talk. She reminded me of Jen from The Office, though. Not The Office, the IT crowd. I don't watch the IT crowd. Um, it's the me. she essentially is sort of like the the face of the IT department right. because she knows absolutely zero stuff about computers. Well, this thing we didn't get into the the background of the CVs or, or stuff like that. So she may have had experience that just was edited out of the show. Yeah, I I can't say I know everything about it. But that would have to be given my away. It was like. You should give me the job because I'm confident I can do a sell as opposed to yeah. do you want people do you want this well, stuff made or not? This is what they've got to balance because mm. you're an account manager yeah. I suppose you've got to be half of the marketing and maybe she had more marketing experience than you it wasn't the technical side of things that let you down it was the marketing experience But fair play for moving up from London you are going to have to scrimp and save to survive Birmingham. an 18k a year yeah, on your own in, in Birmingham Birmingham in Birmingham Birmingham because you can't say it um, right either But no you did very well Michael and I wasn't the only person that thought this Twitter was awash with mentions of Magalowin and if you're thinking, did Darren copy and paste them all into one big paint document? And the answer to that, Michael, is yes. Oh, I might have seen most of these then. Now, let's go through these. Now, Creative Midder here picked up on, it's Birmingham, not Birmingham. <laughs> Stupid lady. Now, a lot of the ladies, Michael, were on your side. I know, right? I feel like you could come out of this with quite the nice benefit here, Michael. <laughs> you're kidding. Um, I am Lois. He well should have got that job. Hashtag sad. Hashtag sad. Guessing she doesn't have a job. Um, <laughs> now, Nick, gutty that lad never got it. You've got Nick Davis 1989 on your side, Michael. Are we going through all of these? Yes, we are. Oh, you God. can call me Al, who's Alana Roberts. Ooh. Oh, Alana Roberts. Hello. We're looking for someone with more experience. You have no idea how much I hate that line. Yeah. She's on your side. I do want to say, a lot of people on Twitter really jumped on WowZone, and I feel some of that was deserved and some of that wasn't. I don't know. I, I, don't, I never liked roleplay, but I don't think they did a terrible job. And I um, imagine a lot of the kind of boring, nitty-gritty, actually need to know about the person stuff was cut. Yeah, no, I didn't mind those questions. I minded stuff that was cut, which was when I mentioned I did musical theatre. Like, go on, sing for us, sing, sing. And I'm like, no, not going to do that. This is a professional job interview. I'm going to treat it as such. 
bit weird. Really Just as a pro tip of anybody who does happen to have a background in theatre or musicals and goes for a job and they ask you to sing, don't just walk out the interview. Walk out the interview flipping them off as hard as you fucking can because you should never have to do that. Mm. You're not a performing monkey. You're a person. Yeah. Sorry, that's my little rant over. Go. There we go. Uh, Mark Royce, who I presume you know. No. That's good because that Mike Owen already has a job. Now, this is interesting. A lot of places were going... Uh, and the route of saying that if I applied for them, I'd have walked into the job. Mark Rice being one of them. He has a poop emoji for a face. Well, that's his personal account. He also works for a business. Well, there we go. Um, oh, so did they actually come out with job interviews, uh, job offers for you? Not offers, but they were like, because most We'd places... employ him. Pricks. <laughs> yeah, um, essentially. It's like, we'd employ you, but we don't have any vacancies. Like, oh, thanks great. for the help. Yep. Curious Iguana, Geek Boy was robbed. I developed the, that the name Geek Boy a lot. A lot of people were saying the Geek Kid or the yeah. Geek Boy. Like I like that, though. Um, now, this one, I could not discern whether he was on about you or Greasy Rocker Guy, but hope he gets his hair cut before his next interview. We're getting up to the ones that I started responding to. Okay. Because I, I responded to uh, Matt, uh, who is at Wayland76 on Twitter, and I said, joke's on you, I haven't cut it since. <laughs> and then we had a nice little exchange. It was like, oh, gutted for you, mate. You oh, should do really well. Well done, Matt. Well done on you. Um, Aloya Al-Sultani. I hope I've said that right. Probably. No, baby Boris Johnson didn't get the job. This is about... Again, the... I can't discern if this was you or Greasy Rocker Guy, but I think it's you. I think it's me. I did contact her and I, and I just I just said whiff waff as a laugh. And I got a nah back. So, eh, I don't know. She's weird. She likes nah. I don't get the Boris Johnson thing, though. I mean, you've got hair, but yeah, so have a lot of people. He doesn't wear glasses, um, so you know. Now, Scarlett McFarlane, she was well on your side. Scarlett Mac He's 25. lovely. And the the second hashtag that came up from this evening of hashtag give Michael, give a, Michael job. a job. I did have a look at that. Not many people. Were Not really many people, but enough for it to <laughs> register. But yeah, like, Scarlett what? McFarlane, did you get in contact with her, Michael? I contacted a lot of people. Or Brianni Bragg, who says, why does the person I like never get the job? Really liked Michael. They should have gone for him. Bad move. Did you I... control F my name by any chance? No, I followed the job interview hashtag. Ah, oh, fair enough. Um, Linda, who's a, a more mature lady by the name of Lula Bells 3, I'm disappointed for the geek. That's you. Clearly me. Um, how can you get experience if no one gives you an opportunity? Well surmised, Linda. Someone I, has to give you an opportunity. I think she's right there. And it wasn't like you were coming in an executive flipping the thingy food. I know. Right, right. now, I'm, I'm going to kind of go in a reverse order here because I want to save the big two for the last one oh, yeah, right sure. so Samantha Hawkins should have been that my going who got the job she ah, was also on your side uh, I should point out that that is one of our writers girlfriends <laughs> that's ah. Joe Turner's girlfriend well there we that's go that's why we follow her um, <laughs> the job interview um, this was from Clive J Goodwin who's got a picture of David Brent so you know he's in touch yep um, I would have gone with the geek boy clearly me <laughs> anyone who spends that much time on YouTube games etc must know about Tinterwebs I mean he's not wrong He's not, no. You do, I do spend a lot of time on YouTube no, and games. Is this one I th- oh, no, it's the next one. Okay. Andrew Lund. Every job interview I've wanted has gone with, like, the last lads. Which would be me. Sorry there's no guarantee he will get that experience. No, you won't get that experience. There's a lot of frustration about that, actually. And yeah. I think I think this is the good thing that's coming out of this programme, is that when you see people like me not getting the job, there's very much a case of interviews need to change. Yeah. I think it is actually kind of addressing a lot of people's problems with with the current job market weirdly enough um now i'm going to save the next one for for last there's there's two good ones i know which one it is now tolu lee (laughs) said i think i found clark duke's twin brother 
How, in the ten plus years that I've known you, have I never realised that you were the spitting image of Clark Duke? I know, right? How is that, Mister? It's crazy. Isn't I mean, it? he's got more of a double chin than you have, which yeah. you should feel very good about. But other than that, he's done fucking canny. I know, right? I, I quite like Clark Duke as well. I so like Clark Duke, but cool. again, it's annoying me that I never picked this up. No. <laughs> the one I was really hoping to land was like, I want someone with a bit of fame or a little bit of notoriety to mention the job interview and talk about you. And I found just that, Michael. What? Are you kidding? What? Yeah. What? Michael, you bang. You bang. Because none other than Ricky freaking Martin. <laughs> The interviews on the job interview are shocking. Interviews are a two-way process. I'm shocked all of them want the job. Wait, I'm shocked any of them want the job at the end of it. Rick, it's actually Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. <laughs> the Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin 24-7 because he's always Ricky Martin. <laughs> Was on your side, Maggle. Oh, my God. You bang. You bang. Oh, my Christ. I didn't see that one. I responded to a lot of them. I didn't see that Not Ricky one. Martin. Though. I didn't respond to Ricky Martin. You could have got Ricky Martin on side. Oh, Christ. And oh. done those Ricky Martin songs like, She Bangs. Bangs. And that one about voodoo. Oh, God. I, I feel there's a voodoo know. one. Oh, Christ. Sorry, Ricky Martin. We shouldn't have known more about you. But thanks for your... your isn't, um... isn't he also the living La Vida Loca guy? Or is that somebody living else? He's the living Davida Loka. There we go, we got it. You are living Davida Loka. You bang, you bang, because Ricky Martin was on your side. Jesus Christ. Oh, I've How did waiting, I miss that? I've been waiting for a week, likes. a week to show you that Ricky Martin was on your side. <laughs> Ricky fucking Martin. That's brilliant. Oh. I'm pleased with that. I'll be honest, Michael. I put this podcast together just so I can show you the Ricky Martin tweet. <laughs> I wondered why you wanted to do it. I did, yes. Well, there we go, Michael. Um, oh. Well, this is the thing. Let's look at some positives for everyone out there. Yeah, man. It shows that sometimes you're just not meant to get the job. You can interview fucking fantastically and still not God. Because again, Michael, you did brilliantly. Oh, thank you. In my opinion, as I said on Twitter, one of my many moments of weakness, you should have got that job. You showed exactly why you have been a fucking close friend of mine for the last 10 years plus. I and can't deal with this level of honesty. Me neither, it's fucking sickening. Um, <laughs> but you now have a string to your bow, and this is why you should never pass up any opportunities. Because you now, Michael, get to put in all future job applications that you run a TV show about job interviews. For the next six months, you have a golden fucking arrow in your fucking quiver that should land you a lot more interviews than uh, previously gotten, including the one you've gone for at my place of work. <laughs> yep, because, you know... In which I told you to rewrite your application form to mention the job interview I put, as many times as possible. I did put it in the informa- any of the information bit, because, like, where else are you supposed to put it? I was on telly! <laughs> yeah, about... I actually, I put, like, you can watch it on all four and shit like and that. And this so is why you should never pass up an opportunity, because... If you do, you don't know what you're taking. Even if it's like you go for a job interview and it goes hilariously bad, that can then be used in future job interviews when you're trying to break the ice and you say, oh, I'm a bit crap at job interviews. This one's happened to me. Never pass up an opportunity, everybody, because then one day Ricky Martin might tweet about you. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see the Ricky Martin thing. That's so funny. Very disappointing uh, you, Michael. Uh, I've responded to a lot of these people, but funnily enough, not Ricky Martin. I'm going to find that and I'm going to send him a tweet. There we go. And then he can push and pull you down. Living, 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 living. 
Is this what it's going to be from now on? Well, your lips are devil red. <laughs> and your skin's the colour... Well, it's of not mocha. mocha. No, no, it's, no, I'm it's, the whitest it's, person alive. It's, what's a very white coffee? That's you. Latte. Latte. You are latte. Um, but yeah, well, that was Michael's experience on the job interview. Yeah. As he mentioned, you can go and read about it on feralentertainment.com. Oh, man, I'm You really... can still watch it on 4OD and... Um, other such services. No, it's all, all four. It's services all called four. all four now. It has been four OD for a few years. Yep. Um, oh, is it not? No, I didn't oh. know this. It's all four now. Oh. Yeah. Well, now that you're down with it updated four. on PS4, and that's how I know. Uh, <laughs> see, he's nerd boy after all. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can go follow me on Twitter at the Goodridge. Let's make sure that my Twitter followers remains above Michael's because I'm not ready for that punching ego. Oh, I'm going to check whilst we're here. Oh no. Which 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 I one, already, which hand are we checking? Um, at the Goodridge. Because obviously I migrated from Daz of the G. Um, Daz of the G. Uh, I miss that. I still, You've I, got I still, way more than me. I still have that Twitter handle. I just don't use it. You've got um, way more than me, by the way. Yay! Because I had people... I had Zim, my wrestling buddy on the website. He surpassed me recently. And that was annoying. I was like, I can't have Michael overtake me too. My fragile ego can't take that. Yeah, I got a decent amount. Like I said, the, the response has just been ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. I had We had one bad thing. And in a moment of weakness, I did respond to the bad thing. Um, we had was a, the bad. We had thing. a bad comment on our um, our website saying that the thing I put up on my personal Facebook, which I didn't want anything oh, to do with. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, well, we'll be above that, Michael. We'll be above. <laughs> I wasn't that. on the time, but I'm above it now. You weren't at the time, but we'll be above it for now. Yes. So you can go and follow at that Mike Owen. Yeah. Now that Mike Owen, not that Michael Owen. That, that Mike Owen, Owen, the recent one, the recent that one. one. Maybe I don't. I don't get. Um, Marco and the actor, or Marco and the not football anymore. It's that bloke who was on C4. That'll do. Hey, if you're now Ricky Martin's favourite Michael Owen, <laughs> I would take. I would put that on my grave if I were you. <laughs> Here lies Marco Owen, Ricky Martin's <laughs> favourite Marco Owen. I am, yes, I am using that. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, you can go check out their many endeavours. Now that we go past this point. Probably going to be the most famous we're ever going to be, Michael. Yep. It's entirely down to you. It's downhill from here. Yay. <laughs> Come and watch the slow descent over on FailEntertainment.com. Come over to FailEntertainment.com or if you're on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud or Minds at FailEnt. Come and watch the entire thing burn to the ground after this small moment of fame. <laughs> as long as the fame goes, the big money Mike's head and he plays into the fucking stun. Yep. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> fucking Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Chippen. Chippen. Oh, 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 Chippen. Oh,